Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. I'm Michelle Martin. Welcome to Market View. Asia Pacific stocks are trading moderately this morning following a sell off in the US on Friday that saw the NASDAQ fall 2.5%. In Tokyo, the Nikkei is off a quarter of a percent. In Sydney, the ASX 200 is down one third of a percent. Markets in South Korea closed today for a Memorial Day holiday. We begin this Monday morning with direct to deals and corporate share buybacks. Which locally listed companies are buying up their own shares? Which corporate directors apparently believe that their stocks offer good value at current levels? Well, top of the buyback list this week is the Olam Group. Sunny Verghese, the CEO and co-founder of the agribusiness, acquired 1.5 million shares of Olam stock last week. According to market filings, Verghese paid an average price of $1.51 a share. Olam is already trading above that level at $1.59. The Olam Group reported banner profits in April, up nearly 180% from a year earlier. The company is also in the process of spinning off one of its units, Olam Food Ingredients. Stay tuned for news of a possible IPO. Well, the Olam Group is far from the only company where directors have been buying shares. Some of the biggest purchases in the past week were by Keppel Corp, OCBC, The Hourglass and Singtel. A number of lesser known and relatively poor performing companies have witnessed share buybacks as well. Bloomberg has compiled a list of 27 Singapore-listed companies that have seen significant insider buying this year. Bloomberg defines significant buying as 500,000 shares or trades that account for at least half a percent of a stock's total trading volume. All right, so who's on the list? Companies include the Coca Ingredients Producer, JB Foods, as well as Oxley Holdings, Asonic Aerospace and Hong Leong Asia. Now, in some cases, analysts say directors may be buying shares to show up market confidence, but they're also putting their money where their mouths are to speak, which is usually a good sign that they think the stocks offer good value. In cases with particularly large purchases, it may even indicate an upcoming privatization. All right, I'm going to zoom out now, take a look at the broader markets. U.S. stocks finished broadly lower on Friday on the back of a strong jobs report. Companies hired more workers than expected last month. And while that might sound like good news, welcome to the upside down world of today's Wall Street, where strong economic numbers fuel fears about inflation and higher interest rates, which are in turn bad for stocks. Friday's sell-off pulled the major U.S. indices into the red for the week. And as I look ahead to this week, the big economic report on investor radars is the release of the Consumer Price Index, which is going to give us a direct look at U.S. inflation. That's due out on Friday. Investors will be looking for indications of whether price rises have peaked or not. In the meantime, analysts are bracing for a bumpy week. Bearish sentiment is expected to dominate. On that note, we have two high-profile comments, one from J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon and another from Tesla's Elon Musk. These are comments that are likely to fuel the bearish narrative. I'm going to start with Diamond. He recently told a room full of analysts to brace themselves for an economic hurricane. He's concerned about the impact of quantitative tightening as the U.S. Federal Reserve sells off bonds and tightens the monetary supply. Diamond also thinks the Russian war in Ukraine will further fuel a rise in food and energy prices. 
All right. So you're asking, what did Musk say? What does the world's richest man, Elon Musk, someone known for taking risks, have to say about the current economic environment? Well, just a day or so after warning Tesla employees that they'd be fired if they did not return to the office place, Musk announced that Tesla will be laying off 10% of its salaried workforce. Hourly workers, the ones who build Tesla cars and battery packs, don't need to worry. According to an internal memo, Musk actually plans to expand its hourly workforce. But Musk believes his salaried team is, quote, overstaffed. This move to layoff employees is taking many analysts by surprise as Tesla has so far managed to register record-breaking delivery numbers despite supply chain issues and shortages of key parts. Musk, meanwhile, says he has, quote, a super bad feeling about the economy. Tesla's shares sank nine percent on Friday. They are now down 33% since the beginning of the year. Time now for a game of up or down. It's the solitaire edition, which means I name a company or an item in the news. You know the drill. You figure out which way you think it's moving, up or down. Are you ready to play along? All right, let's start with the Australian dollar. Let's see now. The Australian economy is growing faster than that of the United States. Australia is also a big wheat exporter and prices of wheat are on the rise thanks to the war in Ukraine. Now, all said, UBS thinks that demand for the Aussie is rising and that it could strengthen by more than 10% against the greenback by the end of the year. So that's going to be an up for me. Next on my list this morning, I'm looking at Keppel DC REIT. This real estate investment trust focuses on data centers, and you might think this is a good segment. It certainly has been. But Keppel DC REIT is also facing rising utility costs and higher interest rates, both of which are cutting into its profits. So DBS Group Research is lowering its target price for Keppel DC REIT to $2.40 per unit. It still does expect the company to pay a yield of more than 4% but that is lower than before, so it's a down in my books. Next up, let's look at retail sales. Now, if you've been to the malls recently, I think you know the answer to this one. Retail sales in Singapore jumped 12% in April. Now, finally, this morning, we have civil service salaries here in Singapore. What do you think? Are they moving up? Or are they moving down? Well, this one is good news for civil servants. The government is raising their salaries by as much as 14%. Officials say the salary hikes are needed to attract and retain talent. Not every civil servant will see a salary increase that big, though, 14%. Some will get 5% increases. In other news, 14-year-old Harini Logan of San Antonio, Texas, has won the annual Scripps Spelling Bee. I once hosted a spelling competition. It was such great fun. I was even watching the New York Times live blow-by-blow account of the Spelling Bee that happened last week. So what did Harini do? She bested over 200 other contestants, including the runner-up Vikram Raju, who was just 12 years old. The contest was determined by a 90-second lightning round in which Logan and Raju had to correctly spell as many words as possible before time ran out. The tiebreaker has never been needed in the 100-year history of the contest. Logan spelled 21 words correctly during those 90 seconds to take the title, and among her correctly spelled words was charidriform. <laughs> it's a classification of birds, like sandpipers, plovers, and gulls that live near the water. And in case you're wondering how charidriform is spelled, it's C H. 
A-R-A-D-R-I-I-F-O-R-M. Where's my trophy? What's up next for Logan? Well, she's planning to write her first book while still in secondary school, as one does when one is a Spellathon winner. As for Raju, he says he'll be back again next year to vie for the script's spelling title. Ah, winner's spirit right there. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.